Gold is a central bank game primarily. Silver is a public money game. And when the ruble proves itself as a gold currency, the public will dump the dollar and the euro and they will run to silver. And I believe that the gold to silver ratio will then quickly descend to 15 to one. Hey guys, Rafi here from The End Game Investor, coming at you with today's weekly silver report for Arcadia Economics. And today we have something very special to talk about, and that is what will happen to silver if and when Russia declares a gold standard on the ruble. And it appears that they are well on their way, and I will show you the numbers and exactly how they are doing it. I'm going to show you a very long-term chart on when exactly the gold to silver ratio descends to 15 to one, where it is now something around 80 to one. And it always does this in times when the world is unsure and not confident in the dollar and paper money in general. And I believe once Russia declares a gold standard, it will be tested and paper money will not be trusted and the gold to silver ratio will then descend to 15 to one. This silver report is sponsored by Fortuna Silver Mines FSM. I am a shareholder, I have been for years. And what I like about Fortuna Silver Mines is that they are not hedged against gold or silver. Hedging against gold or silver could be very dangerous. We saw what happened to nickel mines when there was a nickel squeeze, and that could happen to miners that are hedged against gold and silver if there is a gold and silver squeeze. However, Fortuna is hedged against fuel increases, diesel contracts, which I think is very wise. Last year, they acquired Rocks Gold, which has assets in Africa, which makes them now 70% gold and 22% silver by revenue. And as much as we love silver, and we do, I believe in this environment, it is wise to also have sizable gold reserves because there's going to be a central bank war for specifically gold. The central banks are not going to go after silver. The public is going to go after silver and you want to have your hands in both pockets when the end game for this monetary system begins. You want gold and silver assets. And I believe that it was wise what Fortuna did last year and it put their stock at a discount. So of course that isn't financial advice. Before we move on to Russia and the meat of this report, I want to go into the food inflation, the food price inflation statistics, and they are getting serious. Let's take a look. This is the PCE, the personal consumption expenditures. Obviously, you know this as the Fed's preferred measure of inflation because it's the most manipulated, meaning it's the most lowballed. And this is just the food aspect. So this is the annualized percentage change in food prices. Right. So right now we're at 7.96, basically 8%. This is for the first time higher than the October 2008 peak. And it's the highest that we've seen since the early 1980s when obviously we had this silver explosion. But if we look deeper into the numbers just a little bit, scratch just a little bit beneath the surface, we see this. This is from the PCE report giving you the sequential month to month price inflation numbers in food. So you see here food and it goes across here. And this is the February numbers. And we see here this number 1.4% from last month. We see it's been trending higher much higher since December when it was 0 0.3, 1.4% month sequential means 17% annual about. 
And why is that important? Because this is February before the war with Ukraine broke out and the supply of food from Ukraine was cut off to the world. So my point is we're going to see pretty scary numbers coming out for March and April. And the numbers for April especially are going to be, I think, quite extreme and could cause panic at supermarkets. We're getting to that point where panic could be close and we got to be careful. And any one of these reports could potentially trigger a bond market collapse and a rush to precious metals, especially to silver by the public. So you have to be positioned and you can't try to guess these things. Anyway, let's move to what Russia is doing and what could happen to the silver price if Russia moves to a gold standard to back the ruble, which it looks like to me by the numbers they are actually doing. Here are the figures. We know that from March 28th, the Bank of Russia offered a flat rate to its member banks of 5,000 rubles per gram gold. Now, the question is why do that if that is a discount? Why would a Russian bank sell gold to the Bank of Russia for a discount? And the answer is in Russia, it is not a discount because Russia's gold is being sanctioned. So it gets cut off from the international market. We've seen the price of Russian oil has tanked relative to West Texas Intermediate or Brent crude. There's now a $30 differential. So what the Bank of Russia offered was a premium to Russian banks, which means that the gold flows from Russian banks to the Bank of Russia will help back the ruble. And that is what is happening. Now here I put together a table of the ruble US dollar exchange rate and what the price the gold price would be at that exchange rate at 5,000 rubles per gram. So here we see that at 100 rubles per dollar, it's 1555, 95 is 1637. Parity is around 80, which is pretty much where we are now. Now, once we pass 80 rubles per dollar, what happens then is that the discount on gold being offered by the Bank of Russia turns into a premium. And then international flows of gold from, say, London or COMEX starts to be arbitraged into Moscow for those who want to pocket the difference and want to take the risk. If the premium is high enough, they will do it and gold will start to flow from the West to Moscow above below 80 rubles to the dollar. Here is the US dollar ruble chart. Now here I've labeled it. This is when Russia invades Ukraine and the ruble collapses to about 110 rubles per dollar. And we have here March 7th, that was the nickel squeeze that commodity markets were going crazy all over the place. And I think this was connected to it. And then we see here, the Bank of Russia offers 5,000 rubles per ounce over here. And what happens? The ruble strengthens to close to 80 and it's been strengthening ever since. Why? Because the Bank of Russia is amassing a lot of gold. And once 80 is crossed and we get below 80 and stay there, international flows of gold are going to go towards Moscow. Now, this gold window that they've offered of 5,000 rubles per gram closes on June 30th. The question is, what do they do on June 30th? Now, let's assume that they make the ruble convertible. Why would they do this? Because their gold is being sanctioned and the silly West assumes that you have to move gold to sell it. But no, you know what? There's a technology, a new technology called paper. You can just make your currency an exchangeable for gold, a gold substitute. Originally, it was a silver substitute, of course. But if you make the ruble exchangeable to gold, you don't actually have to move the gold, which is the entire purpose of paper money in the first place. They don't understand that. So if the ruble is convertible to gold, all they need to do is insist on payments in rubles for their commodities, which would strengthen the ruble even more, which is what they are doing. And then they can de facto sell their gold 
through the ruble, which would circulate as a gold substitute. This, I believe, is their plan. The question is, what happens to silver in this case? And here I will show you a very long-term chart. Here we see the gold to silver ratio since 1693. See here that from 1693 until just before 1873, right, the gold to silver ratio bounces between, let's say, high 14s and low 16s. That is the natural monetary ratio between gold and silver when gold and silver are both used as money. In 1873, that was at the end of the silver standard when the dollar moved from being a silver-backed currency to being a gold-backed currency. Why would they do this? Because very simply, governments like transferring assets, transferring wealth from the poor to the rich. The poor and the middle class owned silver. The, the rich owned gold. So if you demonetize silver, all the wealth goes to gold and the purchasing power of gold skyrockets and the purchasing power of silver collapses. So the poor get poorer and the rich get richer. This is what they always do. This is what they always have done. It's just different iterations of it. And now you see, since then, the gold and silver ratio has been wildly fluctuating from 100 or more all the way down to where's the bottom? Obviously, the monetary, the old monetary ratio of around 15 to 1. When did silver descend to around 15 to 1? On three occasions. It marks two here, but it's really three. 1919, 1968, and 1980. What did these have in common? They were eras when the gold backing of the dollar was suspect and people didn't trust it. And so what did the public do when they didn't trust the dollar was actually gold backed? They went to silver. Because when you have paper money that is trusted, that people believe that it is backed by a real asset, by, that it is backed by gold under a gold standard. There is really no need monetarily for silver because you can just use the trusted paper money to divide gold in the same way that silver does naturally. But when there is a doubt as to whether the paper money is actually backed by a reserve of gold, as was 1919, because we had a lot of countries that were going off the gold standard, that's when the public goes after silver because they don't trust the paper money to actually divide the value of gold equitably anymore. 1968 was, of course, the collapse of the London gold pool. And that was when there was serious doubt as to whether the dollar was backed by gold for good reason, because they were then taking away the legislation that required gold backing for the dollar. And obviously, 1980, we all know what happened. It really went down to 15 to 1 here at the low. That was the dollar crisis, the inflationary crisis. And up here, we have the highs, where gold is the most valued relative to silver. 1940 was when the Fort Knox had a peak of gold after all the gold was stolen by FDR. So it was the end of the Great Depression and the, and the dollar had a huge backing of gold in Fort Knox, theoretically, probably. 1991 was the beginning of the first Gulf War and 2020 was the beginning of the COVID crisis, obviously. So there's only one way to go here from, for the silver gold to silver ratio, and that is down. And essentially, I believe what will happen is this. When Russia declares the ruble convertible, and I believe they could do this by the end of the gold window that they have announced at 5,000 rubles per gram, which ends on June 30th, then there's going to be serious doubt as to what the hell is backing the dollar. And when that happens, the public loses faith in the currency and they go to silver. Gold is a central bank game, primarily.
Silver is a public money game. And when the ruble proves itself as a gold currency, the public will dump the dollar and the euro, and they will run to silver. And I believe that the gold to silver ratio will then quickly descend to 15 to 1 in an explosion of purchasing power and value for the public that will take a lot of power away from the elite and back into our hands. We're getting close. Get ready for it. This is Rafi of the Endgame Investor coming at you with this week's report, Silver Report for Arcadia Economics. And I will see you next week with probably another exciting piece of news. Who knows what it will be?